Hey, Nick, if you were ever going to massacre anyone, would you use a nail gun? No, I'd start a cult and I'd poison them. That's a good idea, actually. Hey guys, it's your favorite final girl and boy, Emily and Nick, coming at you with a new episode of Gag Me With a Knife, a weekly podcast where we dissect, disembowel, and shred the best and worst slasher movies. This week we'll be shooting through 1985's Nail Gun Massacre. As always, Emily's got an original VHS copy, so let's uh, put our tool belts on and hear what's on the back of that box. Forget about the guy with the chainsaw and start worrying about the deranged nail gun killer. A beautiful young girl is brutally gang-raped by construction workers at a building site in a small Texas town. Suddenly, mutilated bodies begin turning up, nailed up, nailed to trees, nailed to the pavement, nailed to each other. The nail gun maniac is deadly, and no one knows who he'll hammer down next. It's a piercing, no-holds-barred trip into industrial-strength horror. 1985 did not come out till 1987, but... Your thoughts? Uh, I have a lot of uh, questions about this movie. I've got, I have a lot to say about it. It's uh, it's strange. Um, also, I want to just uh, all the deaths in this film. None of them could happen. No, you, that's not how nail guns work. Yeah, I agree. I think it's cool that somebody thinks that is. And when I was a kid, I thought so, but no. Yeah, I thought this movie was very odd. Um, so it's a, it's a rape revenge movie, supposedly. I guess. But there are so many things that happen and people that are killed that have nothing to do with it. And there are subplots that are never fleshed out. And it's just... Uh, I think... I mean, and, and it kind of like... Uh, there was a few times I had to ask myself in this uh, movie, um, is this a porno? Yeah. Like, is it going to be that? Yeah. Well, you'll find out more I mean, about I was, that. I was down either way. It doesn't yeah. matter. Well, a lot of these look like it, so. There's, well, I mean, there's a couple scenes. The first scene in there I'm not cool with, but. Yeah. No, there, I, I, I know. I have more to say about that. That's not what I'm that. talking about. I, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Let me back that up yeah. a minute. So, uh, okay. Yeah. We begin this movie with this girl getting gang raped by construction workers at a building site, just like they said. Immediately. The, there's, yeah. there's not an opening anything. It's no just, title boom. screen. No, just a gang rape yeah and then it cuts to this fat woman with laundry outside that she's taking off the whatever yeah she's got a kid there yeah, living, living it, out in the some woods. dumbass little kid yeah and some shant yeah it cuts to this guy his name is leroy johnson um and he's like what the hell and he's abusive so he's cool um well he's one of the dudes that raped her yeah yeah but, uh, so the nail gun man, nail gun guy, whatever I want to call him, I'm going to call him. He shows up. He also has a cool little voice. Uh, whatever. He walks by the fat chick and he, she doesn't see him for whatever reason, even though he's, what, he's wearing like, camo. Riding, well, yeah, I guess he's that's got why. great camouflage on. Yeah. A motorcycle he, helmet, some camo, some black boots and a nail gun with a bright, what is it? Bright yellow, yellow uh, air tank on your back. Yeah. He'll never be seen. Yeah. He walks right by her. But anyway. He walks um, right up behind her. Yeah. And then, then like, and mind you, this is out in like the woods. So it's like no leaves or like no. twigs or anything are breaking. Mm-mm. Anyway, so, yeah, like I said, great camouflage, man. Yeah. You, you get what you pay for. So, uh, the nail gun man, he goes into the house and to Leroy Johnson, he's like, what are you going to do? And then he nail guns him in the head and he says something about that's going to be the worst headache between the eyes. This is, this is the beginning of a theme with this movie too, is, uh, people, I don't know how he gets to nail people's hands to different places. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know why their hands are perfectly in the spot where like, and he needs to like, or they, or whoever is behind the the motorcycle helmet needs to shoot the nail. And by the way, the nail gun, the maniac, the nail gun guy, which I called him the whole time. He, or she, it looks like a woman. Moves like a woman. Moves like a woman. It looks like a woman. Smells like a woman. So we have kill one immediately. And then the fat wife and kid, they uh, go in, they see Leroy Johnson and then they start running and it's a weird scene. Nothing happens, but it cuts to the title sequence with a dumb laugh and some synth, which half of the music, some of it was dumb, but some of it I thought was pretty cool. I liked I liked the soundtrack. Yeah. Are you talking about whenever it goes to the title track? Is that yeah. what you said? Terry Lofton presents Rape Revenge Murder Mystery. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like the it's like a it's like, you know, basically like a this this has all the makings of a porn, which a couple of these old slashers kinda do, mm-hmm. the quality, but this yeah. one's like this one goes a little bit 
I'll talk. I will definitely that. be talking. There are some fun facts about that. Yeah, but old Terry Lofton. So after the title sequence, uh, there's an inaudible conversation at first, but it sounds pretty sexy because of the music that's playing. And uh, these two, this man and this woman, are under the covers, but it does not look like sex at first. It looks like they're just under well, there, like flailing God, around. Thank God it's not a rape scene. And then they bring out a teddy bear. Or something. Maybe it is a rape scene. I don't know what was going on. Anyway, so Mar- it, the guy's name is Mark. We never know the girl's name, but he says that he promised Brad he would go cut wood with him. Yeah. But that, she's that's mad. Telling. Yeah. You got to go she- chop some logs with Brad, baby. And yeah. like, she's like topless and hot as fuck. I'd yeah. be like, I'd call Brad and be like, dude, I got a little situation. Well, on my he hands. promised him, you know, but she, and she was ah. like, you told me we were going to be playing doctor all day. That sounds way more fun than chopping logs with brad uh, yeah he's like okay well we can play doctor later <laughs> i gotta go play doctor <laughs> i mean chop wood with brad i think he says something also like play doctor by yourself until i get back or something like that i, I don't know how that works I guess, she's hurt you know, herself f- again fill yourself up i so there's lots of boobs in this scene uh, uh, there's, mirror, a, there's a boob zoom oh a boob zoom on the mirror yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well then there's one uh right after he leaves too yeah and she stares right into the camera. That's uh-huh. why it's like it's like is this a porno? Yeah, but it cuts like, to uh, Brad and Mark and <laughs> Brad. Wood. Brad saying you're dumb. I don't know why. Also, they have a chain. I don't know. Uh, like I, I've had to like chainsaw a tree that fell in my yard back up, uh, or, or in my backyard up. Like the level of chainsaw they have is not going to cut for shit. No, it doesn't matter. It's fucking so. tiny. Like and but, also, why did they two guys? One chainsaw, one gas can. Questionable. Why, why are they there? But when Brad says, you're dumb, I'm like, well, Mark went to help you. He left this woman. And he went to help you. And then you're going to like shit all over him. Okay. Um, and they're talking well, maybe about. Maybe he's right. He is dumb for going out in the woods with Brad instead of staying well, with the yeah, big titty that bimbo. is true. That would, yeah. He is, they, no, it's absolutely factual. So they start talking about the Leroy Johnson murder and someone's like, Mark says something like, well, what do you think? Someone's going to walk up with some nails. And he goes, let that killer show up. Cause I have a chainsaw, a budget chainsaw. Yeah. Brad's got to go pee though. So Brad goes to pee and a nail gun guy shows up. He also he pulls up behind them and he's driving a hearse. Yeah. Okay, that's what he drives. And while Brad is taking a pee, pee pee, uh, nail gun, nail gun, I gotta go pee pee, mama. Nail gun guy walks up and he's like, "Well, you just pissed me off." No. Oh, he turns around and pees on him. Well, before that, the dude's like, "Hey, man, what are you doing? You you want me to piss on you or something?" And so it leads me to believe that they've had this little shenanigan before. Yeah, and he does pee on him. Well, well, he thinks it's the other dude that's uh, sawing the wood. Uh, yeah, he turns around. Yes, and, and oh, you so, piss me off. It sounds like uh, kind of like a dark helmet from Spaceballs. Rick Moranis' yeah. character. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks but, like but, him too. But you know, too. he does. Pee on him. He so, does. you know. So he's shot with a nail gun in the stomach and the dick. I lo- That's the only effect I like, even though I think the blood it happens in this a looks. Couple times, though. Well, There's another, it's at least one other time it happens. I oh, think. okay. I yeah, think. I, I do like the dick nail. Yeah. And um, so now, nail gun guy is behind Mark, and he's shot in the back. And then he, in while he's falling, um, over the tree, he cuts Sauces. his own hand yeah. off with the chainsaw. Um, okay. That's the, also not how they work either. No. The popo shows up, but apparently it's days later or something. And it's the sheriff, that, actually. Well, that's what he says. It looks like the same. It looks like the same day. Yeah. yeah. But the the sheriff shows up, but, And you also, know, this dude does not look like a cop. All he has on is a fucking tan button-up. He has the, you know, the, the underarm gun strap. And then he has, like, a badge you get at a dollar store. There's no patches I'm, or anything. I'm sure that's where they got his costume. Well, sure. So. <laughs> this says a lot about the Texas uh, police. <laughs> but, uh... By the time the sheriff gets there, obviously the hearse is gone. And so, I, yeah, it's a, ma- a couple days later, they say it that doesn't. Okay, whatever. So uh, then we cut to this stupid convenience store scene. It's only there for this subplot that never flushes out. Um, the the, one, these people eventually completely disappear. Yeah. I'll say something about the the clerk and when we do fun facts. But okay. um, 
So uh, the I think her name's Maxine. She might get this house for free, and um, her two sons, John and Tommy. John doesn't have the money for so whatever it, they're buying. She's about to get a house for free. Now I know why people live in Texas. And I get it. And they're uh, the clerk though is like. I don't know if I'd move out there because, like, all these people are murdered out here. Free house, dude. I am. Shit. Now the uh, police is... Well, well, well before, uh, that, that fucking clerk lady, she's and she's clearly not an actor. Well, uh, no, I'll go I don't think any yet. of these people really are. But she says something funny to the dude who's sitting there waiting to get his groceries uh, ring up. Uh, she's like, don't you remember? Or she's like, you don't even remember when back back before, uh, what, what is it, mosquitoes and killers? Whatever she's, I don't know. Well, she says it so nonchalantly. It's like you don't remember back before we just had nothing but mosquitoes and killers, and it's like, <laughs> well, okay. And, he's, and then she's like, nineteen sixty, you know, like <laughs> nineteen and sixty cents, nineteen dollars, and it's like, what the fuck, man? Like, and he just looks at her like, yeah, whatever. Well, note that her script is right in front of her on the counter. Well, then at the end of the shot, she looks at right into the camera. Like, Am I done? Yeah. No, very, very, very uh, high, high class. Yeah. Acting well, I'll tell you why. From Juilliard. You'll, shit. you'll figure out why. So, uh, anyway, the, the sheriff... She's actually the director. <laughs> no, but close. Oh, shit. The sheriff is still uh, looking in the pickup truck until this guy he calls Doc shows up. Dr. Knight Rider. Yeah. And I don't know if he's like a doctor or if he's like a behavioral analysis guy because he... I don't he, really know what the fuck he is at all. Yeah. Anyway... Um, shows up in a denim jacket and his, uh, you know, his fucking car that looks like Kit. He's never dressed, you know, as his as any profession, but... Um, well, they mentioned that and he says, well, I got tired of wearing white while he's wearing a jean jacket, a white shirt, and jeans. <laughs> fucking Canadian tuxedo. Oh, that's... I... I... I like that, too. I like that look as well, but I mean, still, you're incorporating white. Yeah. Well, the co- uh, the sheriff ends up showing Doc the bodies, um, and he goes, no luck with ID except for all of the information on Brad. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, then you did have luck. And those guys both work for the same company, so clearly the- he hasn't talked to the company. At first... They don't know who it's Mark, but they do have it. They do everything about the other guy, but okay. Well, I mean, also in this scene, there's a couple things. Uh, every time it switches back uh, for a little while, the cop's badge has changed sides. <laughs> and uh, you can tell it wasn't filmed on the same day. And he says this real funny thing. Uh, this real funny thing. He goes, oh, I think people have just gone plum loco. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? Plum loco. Yeah. To, to the doctor who looks like a low-rent Joe Piscopo. He does. He no, totally, no, he totally little, does. Uh, curly mullet. Yep. Yeah. Well, Doc says that when he looks at the bodies, he says they've been here a while. And also that Sheriff makes a comment that... Well, doesn't he say that they've been here a couple hours and it contradicts what the cops says? No, it just says they've been a while. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then the Sheriff comments that it's half a mile from Old Lady Barlow's house... Hmm, red herring. Mm-hmm. And I think Old Lady Barlow's house is the free house that Maxine, Tom, and... Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. are moving yeah, into. Yeah, that's where they're staying. Um, and uh, someone, I think it's Doc, he goes, Did you find Johnson's wife and kid? Two times. Yells it. And then the other one says, Give me a minute! I don't know what that, why. Mm. Okay, but that's never fleshed out. No one cares or finds those people. There's a lot of things that are never fleshed out. In this I movie. know. That's one of them. So next scene we see nail gun guy and he picks up or he's about to pick up a hitchhiker. But when the hitchhiker opens the door. Well, th- that's not how you. But th- this hitchhiker is doing something very strange. Instead of putting a thumb out, he just starts flipping the dude off. And then and whenever the dude, whenever the nail gun uh, person uh, stops. He, uh, he he says, well, you know, I guess if you get their attention like that, you can get a ride or some shit like that. And it's like, dude, that's not how you hitch a ride. Like, that's going to get you in a fight. Yeah, that's true. Um, so. Or yeah, shot. While he opens the door, the nail gun guy shoots him before he can get in. And he goes, never hitch a ride in a hearse unless you're dead. Sorry to see someone cry at their own funeral. 
and some other one-liners that I can't, I couldn't hear. Well, this is beginning my question with the whole thing of who the fuck are these people that they're killing? Because this guy clearly had nothing to do with the rape, and he was just like hitching. I mean, mind you, he was aggressively hitching a ride. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, everybody's got their own angle, I guess. I guess uh, it's not a good one. But it's like who? This is I, I'll ask this, you know, multiple times through the movie. Is like who the fuck are these people? Like, why are you killing them? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. So, and also the the way it's killed, it's like she puts it or he or she puts a nail gun or nail into his stomach, into his hands, and then like into his like side, and that's it. And it's like that's not gonna kill someone. Mm-hmm. No, I that one now that one for sure. I was like that would not kill him. No, no, that, that I thought that one. There's one coming up that it was like one shot in is. Somewhere and I in his hand the guy mm-hmm. yeah, in the tree yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like yeah, yeah. that guy it would take if he he would have to bleed out from his hand and it would take like a week so he'd be more likely to die of exposure but okay infection or just yank his hand off and run yeah that's what I was saying I'd be like it'd be one of those things whatever anyway we'll get to that so uh, randomly next uh, the sheriff and the doc find this random woman we never find out who she is behind a dumpster shot with a nail gun and now it's he's doc calls it an epidemic. Well, then they just fucking, they get a call for another body and they just leave That's the body there. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was like, but I don't know who the fuck Worst this is. ever. They bail when they hear about the hitchhiker and they, they're like, just leave her body there to this random guy. Yeah. They don't even know if he like owns the, sh- the, the Napa Auto like Parts shop. Or, yeah. Okay. No, it's the worst cop ever. And I don't know why this doctor's involved in like doing more work than any, like, is this the only cop in town? Yeah. Yeah. So the truck, they get to the hitchhiker. The truck, there's a trucker that found the hitchhiker and Doc says this was a long and slow death from loss of blood. So. Yet there's not really a pool of blood around him. There's a little stain. No. Yeah. He was running on E. Next, next we see uh, Maxine, that bitch of a mom and she's made SpaghettiOs again. She's not really a bitch. She, I know. I just called her that because they were mad that she made SpaghettiOs again, calling it her their, their favorite dinner. Uh, but my this is my favorite quote. How I think it's uh, it's not Tommy. It's the other one. Is it jo- Johnny or Jimmy? I never or, learned those guys' names. I didn't uh, even know that Maxine was her name. Anyway, uh, one of them's talking about how they're going to fix up this house. And he goes... It's going to need a new roof, walls, door, floors, and windows. That's a whole new house. Yeah. You're So you are renting this house for free, but you're having to build it. Well, he didn't mention like electricity or plumbing. <laughs> I guess not. Well, I guess they got But it out. needs walls? I mean, like, okay. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, and they're going to do it at about uh, 15 two-by-fours at a time, Yeah, as we'll see. So at the same time though they hear someone they hear something outside and they're scared it, apparently in this wallless home um it has walls but uh whatever one of the boys Tommy I think is the one that walks outside but by that point we had seen actually there was someone outside it was the nail gun guy but he had run away by this point so oh well it's the end of that scene that's the end of it so the those two boys Tommy and Jimmy whatever his name is Leroy no, not Leroy. That's the guy that died at the beginning. Oh, is it? I yeah. Don't know. I don't know any of these people's names. Um, it happens so fast. I know. So the two sons that are going to rebuild this house, I guess, they're at the lumber yard getting supplies while some bitch. Okay. It ends up being the girl that got gang raped at the beginning. But anyway, she acts like a total bitch for no reason in this scene. She comes out and yells at them for not getting the re- their receipt. Yeah. she Yeah. She curses them out. I don't get it. <sighs> By the way, you can also see the hearse is parked in the lumber yard yeah, yeah, at this yeah. point. So, okay. Red well, also, like, you know, whenever she she walks off from uh, bitching them out, they, they kind of take it as like, hey, man, I think she likes you. And it's like, what kind of shit are you talking about? That lady is pissed off and unhinged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no, nobody, you know, they're laughing about it. As it's like, dude, that was a really weird exchange. I would <laughs> not, you know, like, that's very strange. Yes. Um. After they leave, though, um, these two dudes with their girlfriends, their names are Ben and Hal, and the girls are Annie and Trish, I think. Um, They show up looking for work. And this guy, we we never know his name until until later. So this guy tells them about... He looks like that actor from MASH. Uh, 
a little bit. I think he kind of looks like Hal Holbrook a little bit. Uh, what what is the actor from Ash? The the Green I don't know. Uh, anyway, whatever. There's a lot of them. I, well, yeah, there's a lot of there are a lot of actors well, in there, Mash. Well, there's the top tier dude, and I can't. Remember, I usually know his name, but I can't remember. He's very funny. Okay. I'm not a Mash fan, but I find him funny in other things. Um, but uh, well, it's not the guy from Dragnet, is it? No. Uh, fuck. If I wouldn't have thought about it, I could have blurred it. I said, I don't know. Anyway, okay, so, so the main surgeon dude. The two guys are actually looking for work, but their girlfriends are with them, and this guy tells them about the house that the two boys are rebuilding. Um, and then when they leave, he goes, "I'll be seeing you sooner than you think." Yeah, I mean, why? They, they just, like, rolled in the zone. They're like, hey, can we help? Yeah. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. they look a little rough, but, you know, whatever. They don't look that rough. Uh, you know, kind of rock and roll-ish motorcycle gang. So, well, they show up at the Bailey house, where is, which is the house they're sent to, with, I swear. Why is Kate Bush there? Yeah. <laughs> like, she's one of them. I don't know what Kate Bush, how she got caught up in this motorcycle gang thing that just I, wants work. I don't know, but they decide they're going to have a picnic with their girlfriends a or whatever. A very sexy picnic. Mm-hmm. It, it turns in very sexy. I guess sexy. that's why Kate Bush is there, and that's why she wrote the album Hound of Love, or Hounds of Love. Um, it cuts to the sheriff finding the hearse on the side of the road, and he calls it a work car. Yep. This is the worst car, the worst cop ever. This guy does not know. I don't even think sheriff. he's a cop. He's a sheriff, too. Like, Did they just, like, let him cop. play sheriff just to, like, yes. appease him? Like, it's a Party City stripper sheriff. Party, party City strippers? <laughs> Can you get those there? No, but you get the costume there, probably. You can't rent out some strippers? No, I don't think party so. Party City doesn't have anything a, to do with I think it's a that. family affair there. Yeah. Anyway. Right, they don't have anything to do with Magic City or the catch? Yeah, we'll no. ship you some up. Anyway, he calls the hearse a work car, which is a stretch, uh, but whatever. I, mean, okay. I guess it kind of is. It is, but like, no, I, when you think of work car, you think of a truck. truck. Yeah. Okay. Um, so now we're back at the picnic, and Hal and Annie are going to go have sex in the woods. In the woods. <clears throat> and if, now you've, this, if you've ever done that, you know it sucks. Now, this scene I will talk about in the fun facts. So wait around and you'll find out. So, anyway, it's pretty gross. Um, That's what I, this, what, this is like one of those scenes where it turns like into real, yeah. like porno. Yeah. Like this is almost real porno. Yeah. Like I hope I started thinking with scenes like this in this movie. I like I wonder if these people like are couples outside of this or like because this is beyond like heavy acting. This is some like real low budget. Like hey, get up against that tree. Yeah, and it's, it's like it who looks, directed this? It looks like, pretty well. It pretty real. They're definitely naked. Well, what I'm gonna tell you later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, um, and it goes on for way it goes too on for fun. way too long. It's insane. And eventually, Hal, because Hal's has his back, she's against the tree. Hal's fucking her that way. Anyway, yeah, comfy. He is shot in the back of the head by the nail gun guy, and Annie is shot in the mouth and the chest. Now again, that that ag- would kill her again, though. She puts her hand right in front of her mouth as the nail's coming. Yeah. But if it went in her mouth and through, it would, yeah. And then he said, he said something like, oh, this is the end of your love story. And a couple other things that are stupid. You can't, you can only hear half of his one-liners, so. Last time you're going to get nailed. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fucking terrible. Uh, the one line, the only good one-liner in this is, uh, well, now you piss me off. Or no, hey, big tits. Yeah, yeah. I like the hey, big tits one. Yeah. But, um, so... The other couple, Ben and I think Trisha, I'm not really sure what her name is. but Oh, oh, oh well, okay. So the, the, uh, the nail gun uh, killer kills the two people who are fucking against the tree. And then whenever they fall, the scene is wonderful because oh, it's one they get, dude. They're, they're stuck together. Well, you get, well, you get a, a dick in the shot and then you get like full bush. But the thing is, the guy falls down first and then the girl falls down and she, her arms over him. And she's supposed to be dead and she moves it. Yeah. Over. And it's like, well, wow. At the it's end, like the grandma at the looking at the too, camera. At the end, too, you see his eyes moving. Well, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So the other guy that's with them, Ben, he goes to check. Because Annie and Hal have been gone a while. So he goes to check on them. Nelgun guy makes him hug a tree. And he goes, I want revenge, asshole. I mean, why why on him? Anyway. I don't don't think that's how it works. Yeah, it doesn't work. What revenge? Yeah. Uh, Okay. 
He didn't do anything. I mean, if you are taking revenge at society, even this kill doesn't work. No. Because it's out away from society, and it's somebody who really is just like, hey, man, I'm just walking It's by. coming through town for work, to do to find work. Yeah, this, these people are only trying to help. So he shoots Ben. He makes him hug the tree, and he shoots him in the hands. And then says, stick around for a while. Okay. No, he said, why don't why don't you hang around for a while? Whatever. That wouldn't kill him. No. Well, it's like one nail and, in the and, hand. Well, yeah. Well, it's through both hands, but it's like... Uh, and no, this guy, well, I mean, yeah, but, but still. They're, they're on top of each other, but uh, he's sitting there going, why God? Why me? And it's like, dude, you can get out of this. Like, I know it's going to suck, but you could just pull your hands right out of there. I mean, it would hurt and it would take a minute. Or you know, you know, wait well, for someone to find you. It makes sense now that he's not in a proper bike gang. He's uh, the only member of his bike gang is a pickup truck well, driver. Well, I think he just drives a motorcycle. I don't think he's in a gang. Uh, I think he tried. <laughs> Maybe, but uh, anyway, I mean, the only thing that would have killed him is if he decided not to try to get away. Is like exposure if it's cold at night or well, something, or uh, like uh, not having water for six days. Apparent, apparently, he just thought that that was his fate. He didn't try to get away. No, he didn't. So Ben's woman is getting scared and crying. She's freaking out, and this she freaks out for way too long. Like it's a really long freak out scene. I'm just oh, like, yeah, oh, Kate okay. Bush has got issues, man. And she's like, I'm she's- gonna die. I'm gonna die. But one of the two brothers, I think it's Tommy, that are rebuilding their house, finds her. And I wrote at this point, I'm very bored with this. Well, yeah, but I will say the dude who's consoling her deals with her accordingly. He's like, hey, besides running up on her and grabbing her. Well, that, that I don't, part I was I like, no, you, no, when someone's freaking out, you don't grab them From and start behind, shaking yeah, them. Yeah, you probably call he was, like, out, especially her. when they're picnicking in, in your front yard for some reason. And then second of all, but he he like gets the story and he's like, oh, they're just out in the woods. Yeah, they'll, they'll be all right. Like, yeah. uh, hey, they're probably fine. She's like, no, they're dead. They're, I'm going to die, too. And he's like, no. Like, <laughs> it's probably not like that. It didn't help, though, that he ran up and just shook her. No. But, you know. She was already having a freak whatever. out. So, yeah. Um, he He's pretty freaked out by her, too. And um, I would be as well. Yeah. Like, what is Kate Bush doing in my front yard? Yeah. Then the mom and the other brother come outside and then they say that one of them says there's hundreds of gunshots all the time. You can't go outside without a bullet flying by your head. What? I've lived in those neighborhoods. Literally, no. Sheriff shows up because I guess two boys, the two boys found Hal, Annie, and Ben. And uh, he tells one of them to stay. And wait for the dock. And he tells Tommy to take him to the bodies. Um, That's good police work. Yeah. He says he disagrees with the dock about something, but never really goes into it. uh, And then the boy comes up with dock and sheriff, his name's Tom, we find out right now. He notes that it's like someone is giving them directions on where to get murdered. Yeah. And for a second, the doctor looks at him like, hey, man, that might be like kind of a tool to like you know figure this out and then he goes yeah well you know and he says something like well back to work yeah and it's like it's like dude you looked at him for a second was like you know it's like uh and it's after that shitty joke when he lifts the the covers off the the uh, people who got killed fucking uh and he goes and the doctor's like well i don't know i just don't know what's going on and he's like or the the sheriff's like, I just don't know what's going on, man. And the doctor's like, Well, I can see what was going on right here. And the sheriff's literally like, I like whenever real emotions come out from real people because they're not actors. And the sheriff goes, Well, I didn't mean that. <laughs> it's like well, obviously. And this doctor's trying to be a dick, and he's like, You fucking with me? And he's like, Nah, I'm not fucking with you. And it's like, Yeah, he is. Yeah, he totally is. Like, um, Low so rent Joe Piscopo is really fucking with you. Ben's girl is still at okay it's actually john tom and maxine so that's their names she's still at their house and apparently she's pregnant another story that's not fleshed out who cares yeah um, I, I i caught that and i was, I was like okay like the yeah li- the life and times of hillbilly deluxe and then they realize that their nail gun is missing however we find out that it is these two random dumb construction workers one's name is greg i don't know the other one's name and they're having this real fun nail gun fight. Oh, well, who knew that it could be so lethal? <laughs> so apparently 
one of them says, apparently this is the most fun the the since they gave that girl a rod. Talking a, about a the gang gun rape. fight is the most fun they've, they've had, had since, since rape, rape. Since gang raping someone. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, we got some intellectuals on our hands. Uh huh. And uh, nail gun guy shows up and he says, "Games, games, games," and he's extra mad right now. And he says, now it's my turn to play with you. Motherfucker's about to spring. Mm-hmm. And so both of them are shot in the head with nail guns. Um, well, no, the one guy begs for his life. Until one of them I, says, just, I just watched. And he says, I just watched. Yeah. Right. Um, and he thinks that the nail gun guy is the woman who was raped. And because he says I'm something the to the effect of he's, he's, he's uh, Yeah. And then nail gun guy says the party's over or something like that. And. Then it's it's over. Uh, there's a scene right in this. The, the other guy who didn't get much uh, much uh, uh, talking time or whatever, uh, much time. dialogue. Yeah. Uh, he puts his hand right up on a window, right where it, right before the nail flies, and it's like there's no reason you need to put it right up next <laughs> to it. Like you did that, just go <laughs> like hit me now, hit me. Next uh, is a completely unnecessary. S- turn of events and i i know for a fact this was added in later when the distributors wanted more deaths and tits so and they got them they did uh there's a couple in a car the guy only thinks about sex apparently whatever yeah, she he wants to howl at the moon yeah he wants uh, but she wants some food so they stop somewhere well, she wants she he promised her a nice dinner so he finds the cheapest fucking grilled place. cheese specials grilled cheese and fries for a dollar 19 but she's real annoyed with this. I don't really. I mean, ah, who, she's who not cares? annoyed very long. She's well, real yeah, hungry. She's, yeah. Hungry, um, hungry girl. So then he sees who the waitress is. And it's not really. There's. that This story isn't fleshed out either. Uh, but I got the. This guy fucked her. I got the idea that, yeah, he got caught with another. That this woman was another woman. And the waitress. I don't know. He's fucking a Dairy Queen waitress driving a Porsche. And trying to get another girl. And he forgot that this Dairy Queen waitress that he had already fucked previously is still working at the Dairy Queen that he pulled over at. So, like I said, this this scene especially <laughs> is completely unnecessary for, for, for two random uh, fucking yeah. people What's the fucking that are credited as lover on car number one, lover on car number two. Oh, that happens later. And it was added after filming wrapped. So, why do we need a half-assed shitty kind of backstory for this at all? That's what I was starting to wonder about a lot of people in this. Like, why are you fleshing out this character halfway? Like, I mean, Maxine, John, and Tom. Tom don't get fl- any that that doesn't get fleshed out anyway. The only reason that they're kind of important is because they're in the area, I guess. So the lovers are now they've left the nice restaurant that he promised, and they're on. They're like in their cars. They're in the car and it's parked. It's nighttime now to fuck. No, they're on the side of the road. Because no, she, like she says, no, she says, why did you park on this road? Because oh, my right. mom drives home on this road yeah, after right. work every night. I thought it was kind of more off, but not like not too far off. No, it's pretty much on the road. Um, But the car is too damn small, except for it does. It yeah, is like, a convertible. It's like the size of a Miata. It's like fucking in a two seater. It's like, it when, looks who thought awful. that would ever work? So, it you know, but he is smart enough to uh, say they can't do it in the car, so they get on the hood. Well, of the car. no, no, no. They said uh, he says let's take uh, let's uh, let's do it on the hood where uh, where we can fly. Yeah, and but at this point, this has lasted entirely too long already. It gets pornography uh, pornographic very fast, and not it, really though. Dude, I mean, there's her like, tits are all that shows. Yeah, but I mean, there are like pants going down and hands going in places, and it's like and it's dimly lit. And like you know, grainy. Well, we see the, it's crazy. They're doing some over the clothes stuff till her big old titties pop out. And I just noted this movie sex scenes are very tedious. They're very long. Anyway, that's what I meant. But you yeah, know, yeah. guy shows up and uh, to end this mess. Th- I-, I was glad he showed up during that. I was like, thank God. 
He shoots off a warning shot, and then he tells the guy to put his pants on. Well, the guy turns around and goes, are you a cop? And these, this this cop is wearing a motorcycle, a motorcycle helmet, hat. camouflage, a nail yeah. gun with an uh, a air compressor on the back, and military boots. Like, he go, but, I didn't know. I thought cops just recently got militarized, and now I know it's from 1984 or whatever. 85, yeah. Uh, and But his response is, put your pants on. I'm not dirty, Harry. Call me Avenger. Now spread them. I got pulled over once, and that was the same thing. Yeah. But and then he I says. I had my pants on, and the dude said, put your pants on. And I was like, oh, no. What do I do? <laughs> like, do and you have an extra pair? <laughs> after he says that, though, he says, big tits, get in the car. <laughs> Loved that one. Yeah. So uh, the guy is shot in the back of the head and the arm. And then the girl comes back out after she sees him get shot and she is shot in the neck. Well then uh he, the killer says something it's like you don't understand and it's like nobody does. Nobody understands like, this at all. Well, yeah, nobody understands what's going on. And now it cuts to another fucking two random people, no purpose in the movie. It's this random ass guy, he's telling his daughter about the murders. Um is he connected to the job job site. I don't know. This place. I mean, I've been a lot. I've been a few places in Texas. This doesn't even look like the rest of the movie. No, it, it doesn't. But I think he was connected to the job job site or the the company somehow. Yeah. But anyway, the daughter is. She goes to put on her bathing suit while um, like daddy likes while he's credited in the thing as barbecue dad or no as he's credited as. Um, barbecue victim barbecued victim that makes sense um so barbecue dad goes outside to grill but nail gun guy is in the pool underwater i don't think that's how nail guns work either who knows exactly and who knows how long he was under there okay so um he jumps out and shoots the barbecue dad and and it's the middle of the day the dude falls into the hot grill and then the daughter comes out with her bathing suit on and finds her dad. She Nothing happens to her because Nelgun guy is left by this point. Um, she wouldn't understand. Well, and uh, next we see Doc, and he's using, like, old-ass computer with MS-DOS. I don't know what he... he seems alarmed by something that he found. We never find that well, out. yeah, and we get to see this drawn-out scene of a, a riveting phone call. And he's looking it, at... A bunch of the Polaroids of the dead people. Then he calls, especially the first one is the dude with the his his hand nailed to his dick. Yeah, that's the first one. He's just sitting there staring at that one. Um, he calls the hospital, uh, thinking someone could help. Uh, he says he doesn't know about the police theories, but he wants this guy that he's on the phone with Howard, um, to do a behavioral analysis, basically, um, based on the victims. And well, they're behaving dead. He says that many have no relation except how they were killed, except for the construction workers. And um, also, I'd, what would cause this massacre all of a sudden? That's what he says. I don't know. Whatever. He's asking a doctor from basically another district or another state or another town or something <laughs> about something that him and one other sheriff have never really they haven't they just looked at bodies and been, and then he calls his buddy up and was like hey what do you think about this yeah so this doesn't make any sense this is not how it's done so we uh, after that we cut to doc and sheriff and they're at the scene of the pool death and she, that at that point the daughter does say that her dad worked at this construction company billings or something like that i couldn't tell what they were saying but six of the murders were employees of this construction company mm. also this is hilarious. I mean, well, this is not good. The sheriff keeps calling Linda. That's that's the woman's name that got raped at the beginning. He keeps calling her a little gal. He says some little gal accused twelve of those employees of gang raping her when she delivered supplies to the site. Now that is actual police work. That is how that goes down. But the cop wants to go talk to that little gal. He says it again. That's where the actual police work cuts off. Because maybe she's taking the law into her own hands. So he's thinking maybe she's doing this. So, yeah. Six six, six of those guys were there. And also, by the way. Let's not mention her by name or have any respect for her. Okay, now let's go be weird. They do say it at this point. They call her Linda, but apparently she also has a brother. 
who was the guy that was like, you'll see me later, which I thought that was her dad at first, but it's her brother. So anyway, uh, they didn't go talk to the little gal. No, they have coffee first. They just go to a restaurant. Yeah, they have coffee. Where the dog disagrees with the sheriff about mm-hmm. something. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. And then we cut to a scene that was for sure just put in at the end. Um, two girls that are running around in nature. For way too Way too long. long. To There's s- this one shot of them walking down this like uh, snaky road and it's just like, it's a dirt road or whatever. And it's like, okay. And- it's kind of like, you know, like the theme song to MASH or whatever, like it's not, but it's more synthy or whatever. It's like, it's really pleasant, but it's like, okay, well move, move it along. And I think it lasts like 45 seconds. It's really long. It's, it's, I, I, I hate it. Is it Alan Alda? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's the guy from MASH. Anyway, um, so they were walking through nature until they came up on some dilapidated house shit or something. I don't really know what where they are. Um, this movie shouldn't have this scene. It made the movie too, too long. The movie is an hour and 27 minutes. They could have easily cut that down by 10 minutes at least. This movie's too long. So the nail gun guy shows up and shoots them with the nail gun. And he goes, this must be two for one day. Yeah, for no reason. Also, uh, he, got a, he got knock, a three knocking for on your one. door and they were happy and jovial and everything. Like, yeah. Why do you kill him? So now we're finally near the end. Thank God. Um, so the doc is on the phone. and Another, he, another phone call scene. Mm-hmm. He's asking Linda if Bubba is there. Bubba is her brother. And I was like, by the way, why are we just now finding out Bubba's name? Consid- that dude does not look like a Bubba. Well, considering the, what happens in the end, why are we just not finding out his name or anything about him? Anyway, the doc is asking Linda where Bubba is on. He, he got actually, okay. Th- at this point he goes to the company or whatever. And he's yeah. talking to her in real life. The lumber company, and he's yeah. asking her where Bubba is and warning her that the sheriff is about to come and arrest her. And she's like, but I didn't do it. And she doesn't know who, who it is or where Bubba is. Lie. But Doc takes Linda to find Bubba because now he's convinced. Well, that's one of the best scenes is uh, he's explaining why, why he puts her in his car and then he's this explaining the- it. And, and then immediately, as soon as he's like, hey, this is what's going on. And he cranks his fucking engine, the Night Rider thing, Kit or whatever. And he just goes, wah, 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 wah. and it's like the audio is so bad. Like, it's like, why, you know, why would you get her in your car and then be like, and then he peels out. But he's like, but I think Bubba's the murderer. Anyway, they're, they're now in this car and they're following, they finally, they find the hearse somewhere. And so they're OJ style chasing this hearse because it's not going very fast. And I guess at some point the hearse takes a very slow ride into this area and that, they, 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 somehow that loses yeah, them a sports, a sports for car, like a mile. Loses them, yeah. Anyway, uh, so I was just like, whatever. Anyway, they catch up. So, um, they're chasing him up and down this dirt gravel embankment kind of thing, I guess. And now they're chasing Nailgun Guy on foot. And this is a fucking stupid chase scene. And they're uh, the nail gun guy. I kind of like. I kind of like the scenery. It's like some kind of weird construction mill. It or is, something. and I thought it was going to be longer than it was, and I was happy that it yeah, cuts yeah. real fast. Yeah, I but think it, this is the this is like one of the best like sets. Of the yeah, movie, so they're it's um, natural. Doc is chasing nail gun guy, and um, he ends up falling off the some construction thing that's like Some really high up. yeah mill uh thing yeah he falls to his death but is it bubba yep it is yeah yeah, yeah it is um anyway uh clearly the person in the costume though was was a woman because yeah, they yeah. wanted you to think it was linda the whole time when you see the the nail gun massacre or uh running off it it seems dainty yeah and then doc says he's glad the killing is over and the sheriff go the sheriff is there now and he goes is it is it over but that's the thing i think what? The, i think the sheriff was actually asking because he doesn't know anything about how to solve a crime 
Like, I think he is truly in the dark. He's like, is it over? Does that mean it's over? <laughs> Am I done now? Can I go home? And then the end shot, I guess, now Doc and Linda are dating now because yeah, they walk he's, away he's holding hands. Yeah, he's that rape victim. And, like, I guess everything's healed after you just murder her yeah. Uh, brother. Yeah, they, yeah. Walk, they walk away even holding though, hands. Even though most of the people he murdered had nothing to do with any of her, you know, any, any of that. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, what do you rate this one? 1.5. I gave it a 1.75. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. The soundtrack was good. Uh, I like that. Okay. I thought the killer was okay. Started um, out funny. I think so bad it's good. I, You know, I gave it some for that. Uh, yeah. The body yeah, count. Yeah, yeah. Listen, the body count was high. It was yeah. 16. However, the fact that it was all the fucking same and not plausible ruined the kill for me. So, here's some fun facts. Are you ready? Or do you want me to do the kill count first? Either one. Okay, kill count. One, Leroy Johnson shot in the head with a nail gun. Two, Brad shot with nail gun. Three, Mark shot with nail gun and hand cut off with a chainsaw. Four, Hitchhiker shot with nail gun and bleeds out. Five, Woman, no name, shot with nail gun. Six, Hal shot in the back with a nail gun. Seven, Annie shot with a nail gun. Eight, Ben is shot in the hands with a nail gun. Nine and ten are Carpenters one and two. They're shot in the head with a nail gun. Carboy is number 11, shot in the back of the head with a nail gun. Twelve is Car, car, uh, car Girl. She's shot in the neck with a nail gun. Fourteen, or I mean, thirteen, I'm sorry, is Barbecue Dad. He falls onto the uh, grill after being dad. shot with a nail gun. Fourteen is Girl Number One. Fifteen is Girl Number Two. They're both shot with a nail gun. And sixteen is Bubba, who falls to his death. The only death that wasn't a nail gun was falling to their death? Yeah. Wow. So, okay, fun facts. The actress, this is about the convenience store thing. The actress supposed to play the store clerk that did not show up for the shoot. Oh, yeah? So the director got his grandmother, who was the actual store clerk of that store. You can tell. Mm-hmm. She, she's doing business as usual to take the role so and if you watching that scene she is reading straight from the script that can be seen on the counter in front of her um she ended up being very embarrassed about having been in the movie when she found out how much sex was in it that's why the first actress didn't show up exactly um well, it wasn't about the sex the first actress read the script and was like jesus yeah um additional scenes of nudity were added to the film at the demand of the distributors so a lot of those other deaths that weren't construction workers, I feel, were. Can you imagine getting called up for a reshoot and being like, "Okay, listen." So you remember that little sex scene you guys did, and be like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." It's like we're gonna have to call you back. Mm-hmm. Um, can you do more? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh shit! And it ruined a marriage. So I'll, <laughs> oh, a minute, did it? Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll tell you. About I, that I can only imagine. Um, the director realized midway through writing the movie that he it would never be taken seriously as a horror movie, so he decided to give it a more comical tone. I don't know if that really worked, but uh, the original script was 80 pages, but had to be cut to 25. Can you fucking imagine? I, I want to see that cut. I don't. Release the 80 cut. Okay, so the guy that played Hal, John Rutter, John Rutter's wife, divorced Almost him. Almost John Rutter, but just not, uh, not quite, yeah. not quite okay. there. Okay. His wife divorced him over his sex scene with Shelly York, who played Annie. Um, Was that the tree? The tree, yeah, tree sex. Oh, shit. Because she thought they were actually having sex. It looks like it. And many fans often debate whether it was real or not. So It looks pretty fucking real. Yeah. The director slash writer, Terry Lofton, was a stuntman on The Dukes of Hazzard. Uh, this movie was not released until 1987, although it was uh, shot in 85. Um, it was released on VHS by Magnum, not theatrically in America. I'm not sure if it was shot on Shitio, but it looks like it It was a direct-to-video release, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's shot on video, but it, I think it was. Um, it looked good. Uh, the, the actual quality of the film looked fine. I like, yeah, that. It was okay. I like it grainy. Yeah, yeah. So I got you know, stay gagged on a nail gun. Stay gagged on tree sex. Stay gagged on um, big tits. Stay gagged on fucking in a Mazda Miata. Yeah. <laughs> stay gagged if, on if all you those. Can, if you can do it, I salute you. Yeah, stay gagged on all those hilarious one-liners and uh, 
stay gagged on all of our social media, Instagram and TikTok and TikTok, TikTok, uh, gag me with a knife podcast. And you can buy our merch at gag me with a knife podcast.com. And, uh, I guess that's all we have for you. So keep your tool belts on cause wood chipper massacre is coming up soon. Seems like salvation comes only in our dreams. I feel my hatred go all the more extreme. Can this world really be as sad as it seems? Says your